Hello, and welcome to The Journey's podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, we invite you to check out The Journey live at one of our two Metro New York locations, including Queens and Manhattan. Visit journeyqueens.com for service times and directions. Morning. Welcome to The Journey. You guys doing good today? Everybody's dry? Wasn't raining out there, right? Not yet, right? Yesterday, not today, or tonight, something like that, whatever. So a lot of rain. Um, so it's a wet winter so far. Um, so uh, welcome, we're glad you're here, and uh, my name is Jeremiah, and um, I get to take on this next section of uh, the carols of Christmas. So um, does anybody even singing any carols this year? Anybody singing? Okay, loud in the shower, maybe by yourself, it's okay. You know, not on the subway, right? Uh, I've been, I, is there, are, there, are there carolers that go subway caroling? Uh, does that actually happen? I don't know. Has it happened? Do you guys know? Some? Yeah? Okay. I haven't seen it yet this year. That's what I was wondering. Okay. So I, I know sometimes in the stations you'll see it. I know that. Okay. So, um, so um, today we're looking at, we're picking up the series, The Carols of Christmas, O Come All Ye Faithful. And um, so this is a pretty old song. Uh, it was, uh, they think the the, what, the guy that's usually given the most credit for is um, John Francis Wade, and he, uh, I think probably like in the 1750s, something like that, penned this thing down. And the reason he gets the credit for it is he had the best handwriting. Um, so he was like really a guy that had really nice calligraphy, you know, so that's why he's the guy. And um, so has anybody picked up that little hobby of calligraphy? Yeah, I can't, I can barely write in cursive, let alone calligraphy, you know? Does anybody know cursive anymore? Who knows cursive? Come on, let's just see who knows. Are there any kids in here who know cursive? That's the next question. Okay, maybe one or two. My girls are trying to learn this, so anyways, it's really crazy. So anyways, um, so, um, but we're going to jump into the message. If you have your notes, they look like this right here. It says carols and little thing in your, um, um, in your program there. Grab it. We'll use that. We'll take some notes as we go. Um, and uh, you guys, Christmas is really, uh, it's really like my favorite time of year. It really is. Um, of all the times of year, I love Christmas. I love just hanging out with people. Uh, I love uh, giving gifts. I like getting gifts, too. Um, and, um, but I can tell you this season is usually very busy. Um, and I can honestly tell you, for me, it's been that way. Uh, I know uh, Becca, my wife, uh, asked me like earlier this last week, she's like, she goes, seriously, Jay, we, we need to talk. And I'm like, okay. She goes, what are we getting the girls for Christmas? And I'm like, that's a good question. I don't know. And, uh, and she goes, no, really, we need to do it. it who's done with their, their shopping already? Who's not started? Yeah, yeah, that's me right here. I'm not, you know, anyway, so, uh, so Becca's worried, you know, because I haven't, so we haven't done anything yet. And I'm like, well, don't worry, we'll get to it, you know. I've just been too busy, you know, it's not a good excuse. But so thankfully, Amazon's got next day shipping, you know, so. Um, and uh, if that doesn't work, uh, yeah, I don't know. So, um, but, you know, we get really focused on all the different things going on. I think sometimes we... We forget the true meaning of Christmas. What is this really about? And, um, and so that's what we're going to look at this morning. We're going to look at uh, four things. Uh, this Christmas, I must. And, uh, and the first one we're going to look at is ask who or what I adore. And uh, the blank there is adore. Um, the, I, the, when we look at this song, it says, O come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the king of angels. O come, let us adore him. It says that three times. And there's four verses to the song, even though we use the sing-along. And uh, that means in the song it's, perverted, uh, it's repeated 12 times. So it's sort of important, this idea of adore. Um, and so if you're looking at the person next to you, 
this could get really awkward. Do you adore the person next to you? You know, maybe, maybe not. If you don't know the person, you probably don't adore him. It's okay, it's okay. So, um, uh, but, but come let us adore him. That idea of adore means to, to worship, to, to, um, to really have a close relationship with. And then the last line there is Christ the Lord. And so um, when we think about Christmas and what God is doing here, uh, we often get, you know, we get this picture in our mind of, you know, Christmas trees and wreaths and lights and songs and, and Santa. Um, and those things aren't all bad. That's not it. But the true meaning of Christmas really comes back to Jesus, right? And so I think sometimes we, 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 we equate this whole story to this, this little plastic or ceramic uh, or maybe copper or brass or something uh, manger scene. And you've got these, these cute little animals. You've got the donkey and the sheep and maybe a goat. Does anyone have a goat in there? Okay, maybe not a goat, just a sheep and donkey. Okay. And, or maybe the camel. The camel. You've got to have the camel you know, because the wise guys, they came on camels. And so um, maybe. Um, and then uh, you've got Joseph, and usually he's standing there. And you got Mary; she's usually squatted down in the little thing, you know. And Jesus, you know, baby Jesus is laying in the little manger thing there. And uh, and then you've got the three wise men, which there may not have been three, but we always have three because you have frankincense, gold, and myrrh. You know, you got the three gifts. And so, and then we're like, oh, how cute, you know? Okay, then we move on, you know. And it's like, no, 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 no. There's there's this incredible story that happened here, and that's the reason we celebrate. Christmas at all. It's because of what God did for us. And so if you're looking at your notes, flip it open real quick here. Um, you got it. You know, it says, ask or who or what do I adore? Um, and I want to show you that, that God adores you. God adores you. It says in John 3.16, your second, uh, second uh, uh, section of scripture there on the page, John 3.16 and 17, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. So if you're like wondering, how do I have this relationship with God? It's right here. Whoever believes in him. Whoever believes that, that God, he sent his son, his true only son, so that we could know God and be in relationship with him. Not just have a religious experience, but be in relationship with God through Jesus and have eternal life. So the it sort of sounds funny to say it this way, but like the, the secret sauce to how to get into heaven is right, right here, right here. Like know Jesus, get into heaven. Walk with Jesus, commit your life to him, get into heaven. The people who are baptized in the video, that's, that's, the, that's the, the outward demonstration that they're giving. They're like, I'm with Jesus, I'm getting baptized. He was baptized, I'm getting baptized, I'm with Jesus. And that's the idea of I'm, I'm with him. So this is this gift that God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believed in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn it. It's not like you're going to hell, you sinner. That, that, that's, not, that's not the deal. It's but in order that the world might be saved through him. There's a better way. The best way is with Jesus. Try to pay your debt on your own. I mean, I'm not perfect, and I mean, I'm looking at you guys, I like you, you're beautiful people, but I don't think you're perfect either, right? And so the problem is we've got this issue that we've got to be rectified, and the only way it can be fixed is through Jesus, because we needed a perfect sacrifice. And so Romans 5, 8, your next verse down here, says, but God shows his love for us that while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. So God sends his son 
as a baby. Born in a manger of all places, which is like a stable um, with dirty animals, very humbly. Jesus grows up to be a man, lives a perfect life, goes to the cross and dies undeservingly so that I can know God and be in relationship with him. And when I believe in Jesus, that's how I know that I'm going to heaven when I die. That's crazy, right? Why would God do that? Why would he do it? Well, it tells us right here. It tells us right here. You can, you can underline this. But God shows what? His love for us. God loves us. So that idea of, oh, come, let us adore him. That, that let, let us come, let us adore him. Why do we adore him? Because he adores us. Because he adores us. The song says, oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Why are we joyful? Why are we full of joy? Because of what God's done for us, right? I don't have to worry about what's going to happen to me because God's already got it taken care of. I don't have to worry about, you know, am I going to be held accountable to this thing that I did in the past? No, I've been set free. How have I been set free? Because of what Jesus did for me. And so, so I'm free from my sin. And so now I, I can stand before God when I die someday and like, we're, 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 in, we're in this relationship together. Because of what your son Jesus did for me, I'm good. And that's exactly how it will be. Because that's exactly what the Bible tells us. And so now I can, I can live out this idea of I can love people the way God loves them. I can have joy. I can have peace in challenging circumstances. I can, I can show kindness and goodness. And I can live faithfully for, before the Lord. And I can be gentle with people. And I can be self-controlled because all those fruits of the Spirit came from Jesus. Because He's living through me. And we're together on this because we're in this relationship. And so am I triumphant in that? Absolutely. Because Jesus already has paid my debt, and now I'm triumphant with him, and I don't have to worry about what tomorrow is going to bring. Why? Because God's got it under control, and he's had it under control the whole time. And so that's what's incredible. It's like this amazing gift that God has given us, and we are left with this question, what do I adore? Do I adore the, the God of Christmas, the God that that gave us this incredible gift that I could have this perfect relationship with him? Or am I just like doing my own thing? And, and, and what is this all about? Because this is what it's about. It says that. And, and, and we're not the only ones to have seen this. If you look on your page here, you've got the, the story, this part of the Christmas story in Matthew 2, 11. It's the first scripture we didn't read yet. It says, and going to the house, they sell the child. This is the, the, the wise guys, the wise men. And going to the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. And they fell down. And what does it say right there? They worshipped him. They worshipped him. And then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. They worshipped him because they had been following this miraculous sign, the star in the sky that led them to Bethlehem. And then they're like, we've got to go see this, this promised Messiah. We've got to go see this. And so they did. And they showed their adoration. And they sat there and they worshipped. These were like prominent men. They were leaders in their lands. But they came because they wanted to experience this. All right, flip your page. Here we go. The next one that we have here is, um, is uh, accept that Jesus is light of the world. The song, the next uh, verse of the song goes like this. It says, God of God, light of light, 
Uh, Lo, he abhors not the virgin's womb. True God, begotten, not created. Oh, let us come, adore him. Come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. So the stanza we're looking at here is like God of God, light of light. And if you look in your notes here, he says here, Jesus says, I have come into the world as light so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. And so, like, if you're, if you're entering this Christmas season, and you're like, okay, I, I've heard this, you know, story of Jesus before, and, um, and I'm not sure, I don't, I, I don't think I've got this relationship thing you're talking about, uh, then, to be honest with you, uh, in life, you're, you, it's sort of dark, right? You don't, maybe you're not sure, like, what's next, or why do I exist, or, or what's this all really about? And Jesus is saying here, I have come into the world as light, so that whoever believes in me may or not remain in darkness. And so if you want to know the way, it's Jesus. Because right here in John 14, 6, we see that it says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father except through me. And so what Jesus is saying is, is if you want to know God, then you got to know me. And if you want to know the way to God, well, I'm that way. And if you want to have life and have it, and abundant that's found in me and if you want to know where truth originates it's in me and so he goes, no man comes to the father except through me so the only way to know god and to be in the relationship is through jesus and so that's the next step here we've got to accept that jesus is the light of the world that's it right there we've got to accept that the next one is that we act in your notes here act all praise is given to jesus I think this is probably one of the, the, the coolest pieces right here as we look at um, this, this piece here, as we start looking at the all praises given to Jesus. Because you have to like put yourself in the song here for a second. We're going to have a little fun. Put yourself in the song. It says, sing choirs of angels, sing in exaltation, sing all you citizens of heaven above. Glory to God, glory in the highest. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. So you don't have this in your notes, but I want to read you this, this excerpt from the Bible. So Luke 2, and this is sort of the part of the Christmas story. So here we go. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock at night. So at this time, Mary and Joseph, already in Bethlehem, they found their accommodations. They were nice and luxurious with hay and animals and smells. Okay, I'm just kidding. They weren't. Um, and here you got these shepherds, probably near the campfire or whatever. They might have fallen asleep already. I'm not sure. You got the little sheep noises going. You guys want to make those for me? Okay. Okay. Good. Good job. Good job. See, you guys, I didn't have to do it. Good. Thank you. Thank you. So there was a couple brave souls. Good job. And so it says the shepherds were out in their fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared before them. Can you imagine? Pitch black. There's not city lights, nothing like that. And all of a sudden the skies, the heavens light up. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. Probably because they thought they were dead. They're like, this is about to be over, you know. Uh, forget the sheep. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you, born this day in the city of David, is a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be assigned to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with 
the angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased. This is this idea that, that is incredible to think about. These shepherds sitting here in this field, and all of a sudden the heavens light up because God is announcing that my son has just shown up. And you've got to go see him. You've got to go see him. You cannot not go do this. It's like the most amazing thing you're ever going to see. And, and the wise guys are coming. And, and okay, the wise men, sorry, you guys. But, and then the, uh, and the shepherds are like, we've got to go. Forget the sheep. We're, we're heading out to see this thing. And it's incredible. And it says, they went in haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby living in the, lying in the manger. And when they saw it, they made known, saying, that they had been, they'd been told concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered what the sh- shepherds told them. And I love this little part here. This is great. It says, but Mary treasured all these things in her, and pondered them in her heart. How cool is that to be her? You know, like she got to be part of the most amazing story ever. And got to be a part of this amazing gift that God gave us. And you notice it says, and Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. Luke 1, 46 47 and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For behold, he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. Even Mary showed her reverence and her worship of the son that God had given her, his son, Jesus. And that brings us to our last point. Acknowledge that God is with us. That God is with us. The song is like this. It says, Yea, Lord, we greet thee, born this happy morning. Jesus, to, be, to thee all glory given. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing. O come, let us adore him. O let, come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. This stanza is really important. Because in the third stanza here of this uh, of the song, we see this, we see this piece where flesh appearing, now in flesh appearing. And if we go back to the scriptures, we look at this memory verse that's on the front, and it's also here printed, um, but Isaiah 7, 14. And it says, you can read it with me. Let's read it together. It says, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign, and behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall, you, you shall call his name, what? Emmanuel. Does anybody know what that means? God with us. That's pretty important, right? Because It's not just some abstract God that's out there who doesn't give a rip about us. That's not the case here. This is God with us. This is where God sent his son to be with us. This is where Mary gets to hold baby Jesus, who is both her son and God. It's where the the shepherds get to show up and like see Jesus. It's where the wise men came and gave their gifts. It's incredible. And this is what we're reading is actually prophetic it's a prophecy in the old testament that the prophet isaiah gave i think this prophecy is about five to six hundred years before jesus was born so this is like like the local weather guy mike's the one who told me this is like this is like a weather guy it's like the weather guy who gives the weather for the next day but doesn't really happen yeah yeah no this isn't like that this is like the weather guy giving the weather for 700 years from now and it happens exactly on like 20 different ways exactly the same way it's incredible. Only God could do that. 
And so in Matthew, you see this fulfilled. In Matthew 1.21, says, All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive, Mary, her bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which is God with us. And then John, uh, the, uh, the, the apostle John, uh, one of Jesus' followers there the, at the beginning, he says, John, John 1.14, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as the Son of Man from the Father, full of grace and truth. So you've got Mary who gets to see this. You've got John. You've got the, all these witnesses that saw this thing happen. So this isn't just some fanciful story with these little ceramic pieces. This isn't what we're talking about. This is like the most incredible gift you could ever get. And, and the, the, I think the one way I can think to describe it, it's like you've got these gifts under the tree. And there's this one really, really big one. And you really want to know what it is. So you get over there and you're like, you know how you can like pull the paper back just a smidge without tearing the tape? Like an almost CN? You know, you can sort of you get a little peek and see what it is. Pick it up and shake it a little bit. Like, oh, we used to do this when we were kids. Like we knew my dad was like a great gift, like great packager of the gifts. So he would like take the gift even out of its original packaging and put it in something else and like pad it so we couldn't figure it out. And, um, and he was like a master when it came to like Lego. Um, because how do you hide Lego? You shake that thing, you know exactly what it is. It's got that distinct sound. And so, and so he got to a point where he would like, he would like put the Lego in like a Ziploc bag and like vacuum it so it couldn't move. And like, anyways. So, uh, but my brothers and I, we were all, I mean, four of us, we were, you know, we were always working to figure out what, what mom and dad were up to. This isn't like that. This story is not like that. Because it's not wrapped up at all. It's right here before us, to us. We can see it. You see that? God has given his son to us so that we can have a personal relationship with him. And that gift has been given, and it's right here in front of us. And we have to make a choice then, what are we doing with it? And so we have to, we, if we go back through our notes, what am I adoring? Am I worshiping Jesus? And if not, then I need to accept that Jesus is the light of the world, the light that I need in my life to guide me through this life. And I need to act on that and give him the praise. It's not about me. It's about what God did for me. That's what it's about. And in Matthew 28, he says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Does it mean you're going to have to hold his hand and walk through life? That's not exactly what it means, not physically. But he has already demonstrated his love for us, that he loves us. He's died for us. He's made a way so that we can be in relationship with God. That is an incredible gift. That's the best gift you could ever receive. Because now you have purpose. You have hope for why this life even exists. It's the answer for why you're even here. And so, as I look back at that, I know even my own story. I had to make this choice when I was a kid. I had to, I might, I'll never forget my aunt. She said, Jeremiah, she, and I, I grew up in the church, and, I, and I, I'd heard about Jesus, and I'd heard Bible study stories, and, and, uh, and I remember her looking at me. We were driving to my uncle's pig farm. I lived in Ohio, and so I used to love chasing those little piglets around. That was so much fun. And... Uh, but she looked, she were driving the car and she looked at me and she goes, Jeremiah, she goes, do you know Jesus? And I was like, yeah, I know Jesus. <laughs> I've heard of him, you know. And uh, she goes, no, have you ever asked Jesus in your heart like to be like the Lord, the boss, you know, of your life? And I, I knew what she was talking about. 
And I said, uh, I said, no, I've not done that. And she goes, you know, we could do that right now if you want to. And, and so she talked to me, and she goes, you know, the, the only way to know God, the only way to, to know you're going to heaven when you die is to actually have this relationship with Jesus. And, I, and I'll be honest with you, I was a kid, but I knew I didn't want to go to hell. I, I was very aware of that. You know, I was like, I don't want to do that. And, uh, and, I, and she goes, well, we can, we can, you can pray and ask Jesus to save you right now. I was like, okay, what does that look like? You know? and so she explained that it's just entering into a relationship with Jesus. It's, 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 it's putting him in charge of my life and following him and his ways and, and doing uh, the things that I need to do with the Lord so that my life can conform to be like Jesus, not just the way I want to be. And, so, and, I, and I need to come to a point of where I'm just asking God for forgiveness for me. And so right there in the car, I, might, I remember my Aunt Pam, she says, uh, she goes, Jeremiah, she goes, you can do this while we're driving down the road. I'm like, really? Because, because you got to pray, right? And, and you got to close your eyes. And we're driving. This isn't a good, I mean, I remember thinking this as a kid. And I'm thinking, Aunt Pam, don't close your eyes. She goes, oh, don't worry, Jeremiah, I can pray with my eyes open. I was like, what? I didn't know you could pray with your eyes open. You know, this is revelation for me. And so, uh, so I remember it very clearly, though, right there in the car, I asked Jesus to forgive me. And that's when I committed my life to Christ. I didn't know everything then. Are you kidding? I got baptized years later in a swimming pool down in Georgia after we had moved down there. And, uh, and it was a journey of faith, walking with Jesus and learning how to, how to walk with him. I didn't have it all figured out. You know that? I still don't. I still don't. It's still a journey. It's a daily journey. But that journey starts with a decision. It starts with a decision to ask ourselves, who do we adore? Who are we worshiping? Are we worshiping ourselves? Are we worshiping job or money or career? Or are we worshiping Jesus, the answer, the gift that God has given us? And so I just want to leave you with that this morning. I want you to really ponder, what is this Christmas thing really about? It's about the most incredible gift ever given. That's what it's about. And it's about you hopefully accepting that and realizing your need to be in a relationship with Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you so much for Christmas. Uh, it truly is my favorite time of year. So much fun to, to celebrate and to have fun with family and friends and to give gifts and receive them. But if we miss you in this whole process, we miss the true meaning of Christmas and how much you really truly love us. And I pray today, Lord, that you would help us to realize that. You'd help us to, if we have never made that decision, to enter into that relationship with you. And if we have, I pray that you'd help us just not to get so busy that we forget what this is really all about. And I thank you so much for uh, your word. I thank you so much for uh, this story and the reason that we have to celebrate this amazing holiday. Uh, your birthday, Christmas, in Jesus' name.